0: Hello, Artsy Fartsy listeners. This is your host, Jordan Prince, coming to you from New Orleans, Louisiana. That's right. I feel like I might have talked about it enough on the show to not warrant any explanation for why I might be here, as a lot of you know, since we have um, a small but very dedicated listener base, um, that I came from here and I love this place. really nice window of time this month, a short visit, just about eight days, to come to New Orleans and see some of these good, close, wonderful friends that I miss dearly. Um, I, I probably talked about it a little bit before on the show, but I, you know, wasn't able to visit here for two years or something. So... You know, to be able to come back and see everybody now is just such a rewarding, relieving thing. I mean, anybody who's ever been away from home, um, those who have a really strong connection to home, if you've been away for a long time, you know what I mean. You know, people who um, have traveled and gotten homesick or um, even sometimes just being stuck in an airport for a few hours, you kind of think like, oh, man, I just want to be around my people and feel safe again, you know. Uh, I can tell you, I would have to look it up uh, because I'm doing this on my phone, so I can't really Google it at the same time. But there is uh, a lot of humidity and a lot of heat here. And I wanted to Google what the Celsius thing is. Maybe Mo can clear that up later. I think it's like late 30s, I want to say, like 37 or something. So it's about 95 degrees Fahrenheit here, which is very hot. And it's about 86% humidity. So it's like a big wet blanket that you just uh, get waterboarded through as you stroll through the city. And, you know, this has just been such an amazing trip. And I was so thankful that my mom and my brother, um, you know, they made a lot of effort. And it really warmed my heart that they were able to come down here and see me. Um, I had such a short window of time that I could come. And I knew that, um, I would see my family later this year, you know, so I thought, well, if I don't go see some of these friends who mean so much to me, I won't see them. I I won't have seen them or I will not have seen them for three years. And that just, you know, that doesn't fly when your heart is in, in, in a place so much. So, um, I went just to New Orleans for this one trip and I was worried that You know, it might um, hurt my family's feelings a bit, and I was really struggling with the choice. But then I got very lucky because my brother flew from Nashville to come down to New Orleans and see me. And then my mom actually got uh, to—oh, hey, everybody. Say hello to a good friend of mine that I came here to visit, Matt Martinez. This is for the podcast. Hey, hey, what's happening? So, uh, Matt, why don't you tell us where you're living in New Orleans these days?
1: Ah, uh, we are in New Orleans. We're in an area called Lakeview, right outside of Mid-City. We're in the cite We're right next to a, a railroad track that's got a nice train that vibrates the house. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of kids running around.
0: You want to say hi, Noah? Hi. That's Noah. He's Matt's uh, firstborn, and he's five years old. You're five years old now, right? He nodded his head. He yes. Just
1: learnt, he just learned how to do his first backflip.
0: You want to show us? Yeah, I can't do it on this. He can't do it on this. Sorry, guys. But next I'm gonna
1: go, time. I'm going I'm to go back into the air condition. It's extremely hot in New Orleans.
0: Yeah, I'm on the front porch of the Martinez household right now um, to let you guys know, uh, you know what's been going on. But of course. It's much nicer inside where the air conditioning is. That's the thing, too. You know, being an American, when you go to Germany, um, the first few weeks that you're there, you're really not used to not having air conditioning. Um, and you, you, you're kind of overheated and, you know, you're kind of like, oh, it's so hot. I don't get it. Why don't they have, like, window units or anything? And then, of course, you adapt to it and you're like, oh, you know, in Munich, it's dry. It's It's, it's winter, like 11 months of the year anyway. You don't even really need it. So... You know, you get used to it, and you and you can enjoy it uh, when you open the windows and just get some cool air. But when you come here, man, you need it so bad. You need it so bad. And I have really since I've been here, like since day one, I've I've come back and realized, like, oh my god, I like it's it's a nece- it's a necessity to have air conditioning here. Anyway, to go back to what I was saying, because um, I'm just. Rambling by myself on my friend's front porch um, I was happy that my mom and my, and my brother could come My brother flew in, my mom drove down with a friend And, you know, I got to spend the weekend with them And visit with them and, and you know, go to these bars and nice restaurants And see the city And, I, you know, it's also a nice opportunity for me to see all the touristy spots Because, you know, when you're living somewhere It's not like in Munich that I go to Marienplatz and Tour Like every single day you know, you, you don't really go there unless there's a reason. And in New Orleans, it's the same. Like, nobody goes to the French Quarter unless they have a, a job to do there, a concert to play there, or if they're showing uh, tourists around, you know, like going to Bourbon Street and being like, well, here it is. You know, <laughs> watch out for the pee puddles. Um But it's been a really amazing time. I got to see a lot of good friends. I got to see Vivi, who we've had on the show before. One of my favorite episodes. And um, really, uh, it was really cool to see how friends have developed and grown. Like I've had friends who have had, you know, additional kids, uh, friends who got married, who swore they never would. And to see how everybody has survived this pandemic. And uh, interesting enough, like in terms of Corona, it's really crazy to see how different America or at least how different New Orleans is uh, in regards to Germany, because you have this situation where Sorry, I'm just a little distracted because of the kids. But um, he wants to be there, huh? He wants to stand there. Mr. uh, What's his name? Optimus Prime body his name is body he wants to stand in the driveway um but in terms of just corona safety it's really interesting here because you know they have a they lifted the mask mandate depending on the state so it's not it's not mandatory to to wear a mask everywhere you go which you know coming from germany to here was kind of scary because you think that everyone's like you know uh, a MAGA hat, Trump-supporting, crazy conservative, I'm not going to get no hoochie-coochie vaccine kind of situation. Um, but actually, New Orleans is doing really well with numbers. Um, the majority of people uh, are vaccinated. It's not like in Germany where there was, like, priority. It was just like, hey, we have the vaccination, so come and get it. And if you have, if you are vaccinated, then they, they say that, you know, you, you no longer have to wear the mask. And what's interesting, because it is America— It's uh, left up to the businesses to decide if they want you to wear a mask or not. How capitalist is that, huh? Did you ever think that you'd hear something so capitalist in your whole life that businesses would be able to tell you what they want you to do, but not the federal government? Interesting. Um, Yeah, so some some cafes and stuff, you know, you can stroll in without a mask and grab a coffee to go and be back on your way and not feel weird about it, but... Every time I've gone into a grocery store, I've had to I've worn a mask and you know, a couple of pe- a couple of people do give me looks like, "Hey, you know you don't have to." I've even had young friends here who saw me put a mask on before going into a restaurant or something and they're like, "Yo, yo, 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 you, you you don't have to do that anymore." And I was like, "But I kind of want to though." <laughs> you know, like I want to be safe. I have to go home, you know, I have to go. If I was staying here, it would be very easy for me to get into the mindset that everything's just fine, you know? is everybody, 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 everybody is under the belief that everything's cool here with Corona, basically. There's concerts again. A friend of mine is a drummer here and he's playing five concerts uh, a week, if you can believe that. And I just saw the cover of this new mookbook uh, issue, the one that features artsy-fartsy immigrants, by the way. You should check that out. And the cover of it is a musician who's, like, lighting a cigarette. And then the title is just like, they just want to play. They, ju- they just want to play their concerts. And here they're doing it every day. There's no issue. There's no stress or problems at all. So it's really cool to see that. And um, what I can also do... As I can introduce you, let's see if, she, if she's um, finished right now. I can give you guys a really, like, a feeling for what it's like to be here in Mid-City with the Martinez family. Let's see if... Hey, Jenna. Jenna, is this a bad time? I I would love to um, get some some like you're a musician in, in New Orleans and it's post pandemic and you're a mom and yeah um you can, I mean you could talk very freely if you wanted to just to, I'd love to ask you you know like what is it feeling for you now as a so, so you're a teacher at Loyola and you're a jazz musician and you're a mom is it weird for you to like think about going back to concerts or to imagine what it's like like what does it feel for you now that it's kind of getting over hold on a
2: second I mean, it feels incredible to be, like, back at it, mm-hmm. like, to be making that magic, especially with other humans, like, playing with other people. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, and a lot of people here are seeing a lot of the faults with the scene of, like, three gigs a day, you know, right. this hustle that is so much time and so much, I mean, think, imagine if you're a trumpet player. And you're just right. blowing out your chops like all day, every day. And that is like what the culture has been for a long time. Yeah. So I think the pandemic and all this resting had a lot of people reevaluating that. Yes, he has a robot. He's, He's showing a... me the robot. The, big robot. <laughs> the robot helped me unload the dishwasher. But anyway,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the robot helps you unload the dishwasher.
2: Yes, yeah, being a mom is the most ADD thing that they're. Could possibly
0: be. It's oh, I can like, totally imagine. <laughs> I mean, you. So you, you had um, your new baby girl, yeah. like in the. Pa- you were like a pandemic baby.
2: Yeah, I you mean, did it before it was cool. She wasn't. They made, did it before it was cool. She, she was made right before lockdown,
0: basically. Oh wow. Okay. So, so you. you, you she was anticipated. a Mardi Gras baby, really. But she was a morning Grub baby.
2: The pregnancy was a pandemic pregnancy. Like from <laughs> the beginning of lockdown, it was like, why do I feel this way? Am I just depressed because of lockdown? Right. Nope, you're pregnant.
0: You're just pregnant, okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: <laughs> so anyway, about the ADD thing, going me get back to what I was saying, that, you know, I, I've found a lot of people are, like, not, they're leaving their wedding band, you know, to go and just do more creative gigs.
0: Oh, or, I see, yeah. You know, like... They, they're seeing, like, the pressure to go and do more of, like, what they really want
2: Yeah, to do. and I, I speak for, like, creative songwriters. I feel like that's mostly, you know, the people that I've seen this way, like... Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I'm a jazz musician, but I'm also like a someone that writes music, creates music. Needs a certain energy to maintain that and the whole like 3 gig hu- a day, you know, like five yeah. gigs a week hustle, yeah, doesn't allow enough space. It's like, "Oh yeah, maybe I'll
0: write one song every 3 months." You know? Right. Like, I wasn't writing at all in the pandemic like yeah. maybe one song idea at a time, but
2: I busted out one in the first week of the pandemic. Oh, that's and it was awesome. like this like ballad like ode to, you know, <laughs> social Shame distancing yeah, right, basically. <laughs> uh, really though, it was, but you know But that was
1: when you figured out like the jazz gigging, the wedding gigging wasn't going to fulfill you.
2: Well I was already feeling that way, that's yeah. true. I was already feeling that way before lockdown. Yeah.
1: But it helped you come out of the pandemic knowing, like, what you wanted, what you really wanted
2: You had a to do. lot of time to think about it.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of time to think about what you yeah. want to do, yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't mean,
2: try to do the whole, I didn't do a lot of, like, um, live streaming or anything. I just felt so, like, right. underwhelmed by, you know, not feeling other people's energy in the, in the space. But like,
0: besides, like, did you notice some friends in, in our, like, musical group... Doing things differently to adapt. Like, for example, we know our friend Nick started this YouTube drum, you know, educational video and, like, cover song thing. Like, what what other kind of changes did you see musicians making to adapt here Mm -hmm. in New Orleans specifically?
2: That's a good question. I don't actually know how to answer that. I do know that a lot of people bought, you know, high-quality recording equipment for their own homes. And really are up to their, you know, working with whatever DAW they work with, you know, creating... Um, electronically being able to serve people that way yeah I don't know that that
1: any of our friends jumped into the uh the live streaming thing
0: or just like in general like you know our friend Josh was in bands but now he's focused primarily on this the social media branding of like his his face and his 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 energy and 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 then I did the German video things you know like Did you see people, like... Because Nick was doing this specific thing with music. Yeah. Did you think of anybody else who maybe started... Like, an alternate way of trying to make income or get attention?
1: I I, I know that Bruno, our friend Bruno Doria, and uh, Josh, who owns Fishpot Studios that he works at, they figured out how they could do live streams that were... Looked like it was pre-recorded. And they were filming, like, Pantera and... um, uh like some big names yeah Yeah. big national acts were coming to their studio to film these live streams that would sell you know thousands of tickets they were the ones who i was like whoa y'all really figured out how
0: to do i saw that they had like a huge team of people yeah
1: it was a big ass team it was like doing live tv the space is also enormous like it's a it's an
2: amazing space
1: I mean, just real quick before, I I just, I know everyone thinks I'm just the actor, but you know, I don't know if uh, people of your podcast know about the G-Bar Blues. Let me just... new orleanian native you know it just kind of comes <laughs> you know out like it.
0: when you're just the natural you that's know the when you're g-bar blues. <laughs> that's the yeah, g-bar yeah, blues yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh and, and last thing like what's some good what's some good slang uh, slang or like really uh some sang- like nola slang I, I will say the best most nola
1: uh lingo we ever heard was just walking around when jenna um, my wife jenna uh, was pregnant with noah and we were living in Mid-City, and we just walked yeah. around the corner, and this lady sitting on her porch. As we, One second, buddy. As we were walking by, we heard, oh, that lady got a baby, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, if you break it down, like, starting something with, oh, oh, no, baby. Saying, yeah, oh. baby, lady, and yeah. Oh, that That's lady got it. a baby.
2: Like, oh. now she's
1: like, oh, she's a little pregnant.
2: Yeah. Oh, those babies are coming. Oh, that lady
0: got, a, got baby, a baby, yeah. <laughs> she had a baby, yeah. Yeah, that's a very,
2: like,
1: singing way of talking. What's up, baby? Awesome.
0: Thank baby, you guys baby. for taking time. Yeah. Yes. Say bye. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. 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 Bye, bye. Iris, say bye. Say bye, Iris. You want to say bye? bye? Oh, this bye. little baby is very shy. She's not a celebrity yet like her parents. Either, I Noah heard her say bye, just for those who don't speak baby. Noah speaks baby fluently. Um, Okay, well, I'm back outside by myself. I hope that you guys understood a lot of that. I know it's uh, a phone recording. I know it was probably a little noisy. Sorry, Mo, if you had to clean this up um, as much as you could. Um, But thank you guys for being with us. Um, We took a a little break. I had to come home, smell that fresh, wet air, and uh, get a sunburn and get 5,000 mosquito bites Um, and dance with the alligators and, uh, you know, do the old New Orleans jig, but I'm going to be back next week to talk more about it in detail and hopefully very soon we're going to have another guest for a a fresh video episode and thank you as always for listening and I... You know, I'm recording this a little early. I'm not quite sure what Mo has lined up for after this. It might just be this. I'm not totally sure. But uh, if there is more after this program, I want to say thank you again for supporting the show. And uh, I can't wait to come back and tell you about everything. So a lot, a lot, a lot of love from me here in New Orleans. Wishing you guys all the very best. Thanks again, Mo. Miss you, buddy. See you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Fartzy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prinz und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.